0: This morning, there were five men who were ordained to the sacred priesthood for the Archdiocese of St. Louis, and I can imagine how much they were looking forward to this day. After many years of preparation, getting ready to become God's sacred minister, to serve the people of God and to love them, to be their spiritual fathers, I can remember six years ago when I was ordained to the sacred priesthood, what it was like for me that day. The joy, the anticipation. I remember I was so excited that I really wanted to know the exact moment that I would become a priest. And so I knew that we had to have the laying on of hands, and then after that, the prayer of ordination. And at the completion of that prayer, or actually, um, a certain phrase within that long prayer would be the moment that I would become a priest. And so I was listening intently to that prayer to try to figure out the exact words that would make me a priest. And as I was listening, suddenly the prayer was over, and I was like, oh, did I miss it? Wait, the prayer's are over. I'm a priest, I'm a priest, I'm a priest, I'm a priest. I, I was not jumping in the sanctuary, though. Um, I was doing that internally, because I was so happy to finally be at that point, to be a minister of God, to be able to be a priest and serve at his altar. And so there's a sense of anticipation and a sense of joy. And I think that's what would happen with the apostles too. Jesus telling them to pray for the coming of the Holy Spirit, that they would have nine days between the ascension and Pentecost, the original novena. And then when Pentecost came, the Holy Spirit came upon them. Because they were so eager, because they were anticipating it and desirous of it, When the Holy Spirit did come to them, they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and made immediate use of those fruits. They were able to do things that they weren't before. They had a certain kind of courage to go out into the world and share the good news, whereas before they saw what happened to Jesus, that he was put to death on the cross. And yes, he was raised from the dead, but that still seems pretty scary. At least it did to them at first until they received the Holy Spirit and were given that strength, that joy, that zeal for God, that zeal to be able to go out and share the good news. This being the vigil of the Pentecost, our readings are a little different. You might have noticed our first reading talking about the promise of the Holy Spirit from the prophet Joel of how the Holy Spirit will come and fill all the people, not just certain people, but everybody can have a share in the Holy Spirit. And then we also heard in our gospel passage, Jesus promising that the Holy Spirit would come. But at that point in the gospel, he hadn't yet gone through his passion, death, and resurrection, nor had he ascended into heaven. And so the Holy Spirit was not given at that point. But in our second reading, we heard from St. Paul that the Holy Spirit, having been given to us, helps us on our journey, reminding us that a lot of times we don't know how to pray well, and so the Spirit prays through us and with us, with inexpressible groanings, calling upon the Heavenly Father, interceding on our behalf. And the Holy Spirit wants to help us reach that ultimate goal of heaven. But we have to anticipate it, we have to desire it, we have to want it, to cooperate with that grace that's being offered. It's good for us to ask God for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon each and every one of us, to increase our desire and receptivity to the graces that God wishes to offer us. At this Pentecost celebration, the Holy Spirit we call upon for a renewal within ourselves, a greater zeal. Those of us who have been confirmed have already received the Holy Spirit in a profound and awesome way. But if at the time we weren't really all that desirous, if our anticipation wasn't that great, we might not have seemed that much different after than we were before. But it's not too late to open that gift of grace, to have the Holy Spirit come alive within our hearts, to really guide us through life. We can simply ask for the Holy Spirit to to come anew within us or for an awakening of the Holy Spirit that is within us from that confirmation to help guide us through life, to help us have that zeal, that joy, that courage that we saw through the apostles as we were reading in this Easter season, the whole uh, acts of the apostles and how they were transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit and that grace that was given to them, the sense of anticipation, the sense of of desire for the Holy Spirit is something that we should all have and pray for, so that we're better disposed to let God work through us. Pentecost is also uh, a special time for us in the Archdiocese of St. Louis, and there can be a different kind of anticipation that many of us have had, hearing about the All Things New plan that the Archdiocese has had for us. Pentecost being the time in which the plans are finalized and revealed to us might have been anticipating and desirous of hearing the news what's going to happen to ICD and to the priests of ICD. Well that will be answered during the announcements part of the mass. Monsignor Wojcicki will come forward and read a letter from the archbishop giving us that information. And so we might anticipate what it is that God, through the Archbishop, has decided for ICD and the priests of ICD. We can pray on on, uh, his behalf, and hopefully we have been during this planning season, for him to finalize what will happen as part of this initiative. But there's another kind of desire and anticipation that we should all have, not only for the coming of the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Spirit to be awakened anew within us, But a desire to be united with God who comes to us at every Mass in a special way. A desire to give of ourselves as we participate in the celebration of the Mass, as we enter into the mystery of the sacrifice of Christ in anticipation of the coming of our Lord. And if we have a greater anticipation, a greater desire, it'll open up our capacity to receive the abundant of grace the Lord wishes to offer us in this celebration. So let us, brothers and sisters, anticipate the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Most Holy Eucharist.